0: Thank you for tuning in to Pathway Sermons. We pray that God blesses you through these messages and that you get to experience the pathway life. These sermons are also a great way for you to learn more about our church and the events we have planned. Need more information or want to volunteer your time? Go to pathwaylife.org and get connected. Now, sit back, relax, and listen to God's Word. Right? God so loved the world. And I pray that you have experienced that love. Not just a love where he loved you and he adopted you and he chose you. He loved you first. But a love that is reciprocal. A love that gives back. Because if we're not giving back to God, if we're not saying, Lord, I just want my life to matter. I want to I want to grow in you. I want to grow so much in what and understand what you have for me, if that's not part of our dialogue in our prayer, then we're missing an element, this adventurous uh, bungee jumping for Jesus element in our life. I think that's one of the things I'm so excited about. Every time that I wake up and I, I, I get up and I'm, I'm literally communicating with the God of the universe. I'm communicating with the the. Uh, the person that loves me, he created me, he knows how I function best. And that is within his plan. His plan of, just look at Jesus's life. What was Jesus's plan? His life was to live selfless. His plan was to live sacrificially. His plan was to take this good news of the gospel around the world, but what did he do? He placed it on the inside of 12 guys and a few more. And he said, okay, you're my plan. Y'all heard the story about going to heaven. He gets, uh, uh, Jesus gets to heaven and, and Peter, or well not Peter, one of the angels is there. And, and he says, hey, uh, how'd it go? Well, uh, I invested in 12 guys on earth. And he goes, well, what if they don't do it? He says, I don't have another plan. So you are the plan of God. You are God's plan to our community, to your family, and to the world. As soon as we take that responsibility, that weight on our shoulders, and it's not too heavy. It's not too heavy. You think it's heavy because the devil is screaming at you going, you can't carry that. There's no way you can do that. You're not going to tell that person about Jesus. You're not going to fall in love with God. You can't do it. Your God's not even real. And he keeps screaming that in our ear unless maybe you're at church once, once every once in a while and then we walk out those doors and we hear a different message. It's the same exact message that Israel heard when Goliath showed up. And you know the, the name Goliath means soothsayer or I will tell the future. Well Goliath shows up and he's telling the children of Israel what their future is going to be if they listen to him. And they were he was cursing their God, he was saying, your god 's not even real, man you, you, guys, you guys have um, uh, you, you can 't make it, you can 't exist it 's following Jehovah doesn 't work, following his commandments. His plan does not it doesn 't make life purpose filled it doesn 't make life fulfilling and i I will challenge you today that I know that it makes life better." But at the same time, it may not make your checking account go up, but it, it could, it might, but it'll make your relationships better. It'll make your job better if we act like Jesus. <laughs> what are you talking about, Cass? I'm just talking about growing in a relationship with Jesus that will change your life. It changes your priorities, your affections, your desires, your passions, your inclinations. I, and I, I told y'all this, but one of the things I pray every day, because I don't know about y'all, but I have a spouse that can irritate me. That probably not happen in y'all's home, you know. I have children that can, well, w- we got one. That, that can irritate you, right? The other two, the boys are fine. They're so easy, you know, you know? But I'd probably trade both my boys for my daughter anytime. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they, they can. I'm joking, guys. Don't take it personal. You know, y'all helped bring Adam Rockford into my life. And that's, you know, that's the, the, you know I can just quit the ministry now because I've done everything. So. <sighs> y'all know what I'm talking about why do why do um these passionate responses jump out of us and and hopefully you're not going well that's just the way I am, okay some of us do hopefully you're going, oh man, shoot there's a better way god I, I need your help and so I pray every day, God, help me with my my Inclinations, my passions, my desires, uh, that and help me to treat my wife like you treated the church, because I don't think there's anybody else in life that can irritate you more than your spouse. You know, I'm not sure there may be. Some of y'all are going, you don't know my boss, <laughs> you don't know my my friend, you don't, you know. And but, and by, and I'm, I'm not. I mean, me and my wife have an amazing marriage. But she was talking today, Ty was listening to her and some other people. We were going back and forth bantering like we always do. Y'all, y'all never do that, I know. But uh, Hey, it takes a godly wife to deal with me, okay? And, uh, and she was just talking about in, in any relationship, you have to... She um, has her master's in social work and she's a clinical therapist. And so she knows cool stuff that I go, wow. She goes, in any relationship, you have to have conflict to have a healthy relationship. And she goes, the ups and downs is what makes a healthy relationship. And I'm going, oh, man. So can I have one day without an up and down? Can you just commit to give me one day without one? And, cause, and then I'll, I'll be okay. Now I'm teasing. Well, actually, I did say that, but I was teasing when I said it. But... You can't do it without Jesus. You can't have that dynamic, amazing love that you have for each other. I, I'm even dreaming about when my kids are out of the house and, and we get to have a little more time together personally, you know, because I'm thinking, wow, it's going to be really, really awesome. And although don't leave too soon, guys, okay, because I'm, I'm enjoying this season of life also. Okay, But we need a biblical worldview. We need love. You will not have a biblical worldview if you don't have love. The, the scripture talks about the fruits of the Spirit. And you guys know them. There's nine of them. Love, joy, peace, gentleness, kindness, goodness, patience, faith, and self-control you can't have those things just like the video without love without a love for God that changes consistently changing your behavior okay to line up with his plan so that your life will be f- functional it will be fulfilling it's what God has for you okay and uh, and I'm still learning and I'm still growing but we, we get to line our life up with God. So here's the key. All those fruits of the Spirit, I pray them. I used to pray them all the time. God, I just pray for love, joy, peace, gentleness, kindness, goodness, patience, faith, and self-control. Thank you, God. Oh, yeah, all right. Okay, well, right after that, it actually says love is the bond or the glue that holds these things together. So if you're missing patience with your spouse... Patience with your kids, patience with that guy at work or whatever. If you're missing any of that, guess what? You've lost love. You've missed love. And love is the uh, love for God that basically says this, okay, God, I love you. I don't really understand you completely, but I love you. And I'll do whatever you say. That's love. Because he said, if you love me, you'll obey me. If you love me, you'll keep my commands. Now, he's we're not going to be perfect, but I'm way better now, 30 years later than I was 30 years ago. And I'm way happier now. and didn't even know I was, uh, I don't want to say miserable. I was, mi- oh, man, I don't know. Ty, me and you had a lot of fun. Ty's my friend from school and he's here from Dallas and uh, he knew me since the fourth grade. And, uh, and, uh, he knows <laughs> I'm not the same guy, am I? <laughs> no, no. Because I, I, I got a hold of something that's life-changing, that's wonderful. And I just decided to believe it one day, even though I wasn't perfect, because Jesus died for me even though I was yet a sinner. Can anybody relate? You know? he He is constantly pouring new into me, even though I'm still impulsively making less than best decisions, less than what he has for me and for us. So I tell you all that because a biblical worldview is what our nation is missing. I'll give you this scripture in First Samuel. Not a blacksmith could be found in the whole land of Israel because the Philistines had said, the enemy of Israel, the world's system, the devil your personal carnal nature that wants you more than God, uh, said that if, if, because the Philistines had said, otherwise the Hebrews will make swords and spears. Remember the sword, this Bible is called out of Galatians, the sword of the spirit. There was no blacksmith. Okay, remember I've talked about this before. There was no one in the whole nation that could... Forge a sword under great heat and pressure. There's pressure for you to believe Goliath. There's pressure for us to believe that we we can't make it. There's pressure that says that our God is not real. There's pressure going on in our nation right now to believe a narrative that's not true and or is ungodly. There's still hope. God is still doing something. I want you to know, this election is not over, okay? There's at least four states that they're still uh, not sure what's going to take place, at least four, if not many, okay? And, uh, and, and we'll just see. Hey, we're, gonna, we're just going to keep getting people in heaven either way, okay? And we're, gonna, we're not going to let the enemy steal our joy no matter what happens, okay? But we're going to keep moving forward and keep getting people in heaven and keep doing what God's asked us to do, and we'll let him sort everything out, We're going to do our our civic duty. We're going to follow righteousness and and do what he wants us to do. But man, we are not going to walk around with our heads down. We're going to, our head will be lifted and lifted unto him, fixing our eyes on on Jesus. So, what are we going to do? Okay. I volunteer to be a blacksmith. I volunteer to forge... (laughs) As we say in Southeast Texas, that dad gum soared under great heat and pressure. And if we're gonna change the narrative, if we're gonna change our culture and our community with our our children and for generations to come, if we're gonna change it, we have to all decide that, okay, Kaz, I don't realize I've never even opened my Bible. But I hear what you're saying. And I want to be a blacksmith, and I'm going to start reading my Bible, I'm going to start studying my Bible, I'm going to start understanding my Bible, I'm going to start acting and behaving like my Bible says to act. When it comes to morality, what is moral and what's not, I'm going to go to the Word to find out, not the news or Oprah, okay? We find out what God thinks about homosexuality through the Word, we find out what God thinks about... Uh, fornication or sex outside of marriage with the Word. We, we find out what God thinks about adultery through the Word. We find out about supporting Israel through the Word. We don't find out from a, a political platform. And then when we find out, what are we going to do about it? Oh, well, that's just the way they are. Oh well, No, we're going to teach our children what this book says. We're going to have more people working in our children's department than ever before because we are signing up to be blacksmiths because we have a biblical worldview. And the fifth, I've talked about it for weeks now, but the the fifth biblical worldview is that Satan is real. He's real. He's a real being that was called Lucifer in heaven. He was actually over the worship of heaven, but he got pride in his heart. He decided, I want to be like God and God, in essence, cast him from heaven. And now he is the prince of this earth, is what the Bible says. You go, wait a minute, I thought God was. Ultimately, God's in control. But you know what the devil is kind of for here as he rule, rules on earth? He's, he's here to find out how how we're going to measure up to what God wants us to do. He's here to distract you from God's best for your life. He's, he's here to paint a picture that looks very, very attractive. That we go, okay, I, I kind of like that. I, I want to go over there. I want to be a part of that. And it's, it's not God. What God's best for your life is found in one of the places is right here where you're at today. It's found in this amazing love relationship that you pour into God. He pours into you and then we pour into somebody else. <laughs> and then those people pour into God pours into them. They pour into God and then they pour into somebody else. If you're not pouring out, you're just like the Dead Sea in Israel. I've been there before. I floated in the Dead Sea before because it's, it's, uh, it doesn't have an outlet and there's no living animals in the Dead Sea. All the fish are dead because there's no way to, for it to flow out. And so it's just, it, it tastes like salt and minerals and things like that. And it's kind of cool. You can stand in it, but your head's above water. Your feet are not on the ground and you can almost like walk on water. It's crazy. Anyway, coolest thing. We'll have to go sometime. Anyway, Satan is real, y'all. Don't believe that he's not. And he's trying to distract you every single day. And if you're struggling in your life, it's probably because you don't have love as the bond to the fruits of the Spirit, which are love, joy, peace, gentleness, kindness, goodness, patience, and faith and self-control. Okay? Wow, you're going... Okay. It's like I used to ride my bicycle with the... Uh... Well, Ty, you did that with me. You know, with the, uh, the, the cards on, the, on your spokes. That's the way Kaz was preaching today. You yeah. know? Man, I had a cool orange bicycle. I remember that. We'd go down to the trails and ride bicycles. Wow. Well, you know what, y'all? I, man, I love, I love our church so much. I love you so much. Whew. You know, if I, if I hated your guts, I'd tell you, don't do any of anything I just talked about. But because I love you, I'm asking you, to move your life out of this, this self perspective and move into God's best for your life. You know, Kaz, man, you don't know my past. You don't know mine. You don't, you don't know Jerry's. You know, you don't know my... Uh, well, I thought that was Michael. That's Matt. You know, Matt, I don't know yours. <laughs> He's going, just ask my wife. Yeah, no, I'm teasing. I'm just joking. Man, I'm so grateful. And and gratefulness is where this explosion of life energy is. It's the explosion that God wants to pour love into you. And that love somehow directs us. And it's as it's directing, us, it's directing us in a life that is lined up with God so that we have meaning and fulfillment and something that, that lasts beyond our lifetime. I know you've heard a lot of this stuff, but I'm telling you there's a realness, there's a genuineness to it today and today day is your day. And so as the devil came to Jesus, he tempted him in three ways. He said, I'm your promotion. He took him out into the wilderness and and took him to the temple. He said, I'm your promotion. I'm your protection. And I am your provision. Are you trusting the devil for those things? Are you trusting God? If you're a visitor here today, I'm going a little bit longer than I normally do, but we'll be out of here by noon, okay? I'm going to tell you a story. And uh, I'm going to try not to cry when I tell this story. I already told it to Ty this morning, and I started crying. Uh, I was waiting on God to tell us when to start Pathway. And man, I was desperate. But I knew I needed his timing in my life. You're going through a similar situation right now where you're going, my finances are this, my job is like this, I'm frustrated with this. But you know God's moving. He's moving in your life. He's moving to promote you, to protect you, to provide for you. God will do it in his timing. Jesus denied the devil's promotion, denied the devil's provision. And then just a few hours later, The angel showed up and fed him. Okay? He was patient. He waited on God. Instead of eating bread, he's eating angel food cake. You know what I mean? All right? So, um, uh, my wife and I, uh, there was a birthday party. And Blaze, was it your birthday party or somebody else's whenever we... It was yours? He had a birthday party, so I was wrong when I told you this morning. Blaze had a birthday party, and my daughter Channing was three years old, and she was not at the party. She didn't, I think she came in at the end when the party was over and we all kind of left. Well, we're at the birthday party. I'm waiting on God. I'm, we're needing a building to start church. We're, uh, and I'm, I'm kind of going, what in the world's going on? And so we walk in there and we have this party. It was wonderful. But as soon as me and Treasure walked in, we're looking around going, wow, we could put a church right here. This is pretty cool. It was at Athletes Baseball Training Complex over there off of Null. And so in our hearts, we're just going, yeah, okay. Well. And so we walk away. And really, I don't even think I prayed about it, but I was praying about where can we meet? What are we going to do? How are we going to do this? And so uh, Treasure, three months later, is driving down the road and uh, chanting my three-year-old daughters in the back seat in a car seat. And, she, and she, she didn't she just walked in the building. Maybe she was there. I don't remember if she was at uh, Treasure can tell you. Treasure was Channing, uh, did Channing ever go into athletes? Okay, all right, there you go. She's correcting me again. Okay, okay. So, uh, but she didn't know we were talking about maybe having a church there. So three months later, they're driving down the road and she goes, Mama, she goes, what? When are we going to our new church? And we were, we were serving in a church at the time and uh, waiting on God's timing. And, and so uh, she goes, where? And she, and she found out it was at Athlete's. She, or she said, where the birthday party was. And so treasure starts crying. She calls me on the phone and says, you got to call Brian. And Brian's the owner of Athletes. And so I called Brian. Long story short, here we are today. Because we were waiting. It, we were being paid. Even when we secured a location, it was the only thing we had. And uh, I don't remember exactly the time frame from there. Y'all come on in. Praise God. I love you young people. Come on. Yeah. All right. The, the time frame from there, but uh, God, uh, God woke me up on a, on, uh, on a Thursday night at 3 in the morning, and he said, I release you. Basically, he was telling me to start the church, okay? And I woke up the next morning, and I've told this story before. It's kind of funny. That was on Thursday. The next morning was Friday. I told Treasure that, look, our, our last day is going to be uh, this week, And uh, the following, uh, and we'll see because there was a transition period and all that. And uh, man, I can't tell all the details, but it was amazing as we were patient. And, you know, even Jerry was counseling me during that time and listening to the Lord and all that. It was amazing. And so here we are today. Look, I mean, this is amazing, y'all. This is amazing. God is amazing. And he will do the same thing for you. Yes. Thank you. Praise you. Praise the Lord. And so anyway, all right. So. You know what we're going to do? We're going to pray. And I don't care if this is a first time you've ever prayed or it's a recommitment. Let's all pray in our hearts this simple prayer, okay? Father, I love you. And I don't completely understand everything, but I give my life to you. I surrender to Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I know I can't get into heaven except by him. Uh, He is my King, He is my Lord, and I thank you. Help me cause my spirit to be born again like your Word says, and I'll give you my life. In Jesus' name, amen.